Welcome to the Awesome Life Podcast. I'm Karen Stultz, your host, and my guests and I inspire and empower women to find their awesomeness, live their joy. Hey, all. Welcome back to the Awesome Life Podcast. I'm Karen Stultz, your host. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes we need a little extra help. My guests and I are here to help inspire you and share our knowledge and wisdom to help you transform or transition into the new stage of life that you would like to have. And oftentimes we get confused. We don't know where we're going. We don't know what we want to do. We just say, I don't want to be where I am right now. And that's where my guests and I can help you find things, find a new way of being, perhaps maybe just a little bit of inspiration and and offer you resources so that you can expand and look at things on a different level. And I have to tell you, I have been using a system myself called human design. I have it in Awesome Life by Design. It is a separate program. However, I am not a real expert in full disclosure. I use it with all of my uh, high-end clients, but it is designed to help us understand each other a little bit better. But I am not an expert in human design. It's not all that I do. And that's why I need experts around. And I, my guest today is so wonderful. This is my go-to person. Her name is Christy H. Sullivan. She is a human design and self-care expert. She's an author and a speaker, and she is on a mission to help busy women stop overworking and start overflowing. I love that. She hosts a virtual community for female personal development junkies, just like herself, to create better wellness, improve relationships, shift mindsets, and manifest more success, wealth, and freedom. Basically, so that they can live their best life by design. So, hey, welcome, Christy. It's so good to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, Karen. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, I I know I love human design, and that's how you and I actually met. We, we both love human design <laughs> because it gives us such an insight on the human being, our uniqueness. And I'm all about, all of us are unique in our special ways. But tell me, how did you get into human design? How? Well, tell us your story. Sure. I go back now about almost seven years. Um, I can't believe, but I have a coaching friend. I'm still uh close with, and she's one of my mentors who had put out an email that caught my attention. And the title was three lies and one life-changing truth or three myths and three, one life-changing truth. And 
it was this idea that we're all not built or operating the same way to make businesses succeed and thrive. It spoke to me because at the time I was trying to build a network marketing business and was following a formula that they train you with. And it's a good formula and it works with a lot of hard work. Um, But I was feeling overwhelmed and I felt like, why isn't this as easy for everybody to achieve? Mm -hmm. Um, Take out the mindset piece and take out the um, you know, maybe some self-limiting beliefs, but just in, in general, why why doesn't this formula just work for everybody? And this email came at a time when it helped me to realize that we're all uniquely wired, so to speak, to build a business or have relationships and do life. Um, and that really opened my eyes to help me understand that maybe what I was doing uh, wasn't in the right alignment for me and my human design. Um, So it was my first um, look at this system called human design. And that resonated for me also because I am a yoga teacher and that blends astrology with the chakra system and a few other modalities. And the chakra system resonates for me. So I was really intrigued and really picked up the information. Um, I took it all in, started talking to my friends about it and family. And a few years later, um, finally discovered that I could teach this because not many people knew about it. So that seven year sort of journey for me has led me to where I am now. Um, Initially, I wasn't teaching it, but I definitely was talking about it a lot and sharing it. That is so, so cool. I, I love it. So really helped you shift yourself a little bit, get to know yourself a little bit more. And um, then when did you get certified in doing human design? Well, that's sort of been a process. I've definitely studied with several different teachers and um, my own self-study. It wasn't so much that I got certified and said, okay, I'm going to start doing this and teaching others. What happened was I literally followed my human design. It wasn't so much like a piece of paper got handed to me. What happened was um, I had a job change in 2020, a career change, actually. I had been in marketing and had really had a passion for wellness and personal development. And in that year, I suddenly had this like blank slate. And I said, well, what, what really feels right? And I started to say, well, let me, let me follow this human design and the strategy according to my energy type. So if your listeners know anything about the energy types, I'm what's called a generator. And the generator types are here to respond. Our energy loves when opportunities come to us and we can respond to the right opportunities. So in that year, I started to just pay attention. It was the beginning of the year. It's also the year that COVID hit. And I was at home. And the first thing that came up was a friend asked me to be in a book um, club that she was um, coaching program that she was doing. And I said, yeah, that sounds good. I'm not ready to write a book. But what I didn't know is a few months later, there was an opportunity that came up. Someone was looking for an author for a chapter in a collaborative anthology. 
And from that, the next thing I did was um, someone asked me to be a speaker about human design. And so I knew enough to be dangerous. And um, I spoke to a group that didn't know much about human design and shared with them what I knew. And then they they were interested in reading. So one thing led to another, and I just kind of followed those opportunities. I've been studying human design ever since with different teachers. And it's like, it's like taking yoga with different teachers. There's just different information and styles, but um, they all lead down the same path. So I've sort of done um, not one certification, but multiple different um, programs. Oh, that's great. That is great. And that's, that's the way I like to think. And those are the people I like to hang out with, which is why I love having you as my guest, because having that overall knowledge that one size does not fit all, that no matter who we learn from, there are pieces we can take and use in our work and other pieces we can throw out or just put on the bookshelf until we want to look at it later, perhaps when we're ready for it. So the more you learn about human design, the more in tune you can follow, you can create your own path, but you do need to have somebody share it with you because guys, if you're you, you can get your free chart. It's a great free chart. Howsomever, if you look at it, you say, what the heck? All right, so I'm a an emotional generator. What the heck does that mean? Uh, and that's where Christy comes in. And I, I do, like I say, I do this in the Awesome Life by Design program, Howsomever having somebody like Christy, who is really expert, has really looked at this from many different uh, mentors along the way, we can get much clearer. And and I have to, may I, may I share my own story with human design? I'd love to hear it. Yes. Um, I know this is your interview, but I have to share. Uh, <laughs> I I had a mentor who had just studied human design and she was offering a course and I wanted to work with her in the worst way, uh, close up and personal. And she, she said, okay, Karen, um, this is what I'm offering. And I said, I don't care what it is. I just want to work with you. That's it. I don't, I don't care what you're on. Well, wouldn't you like to know a little bit about human design? I said, I don't care what it is. I just want to work with you. And then I took the class and he said, huh, this is interesting. This is very interesting, this human design stuff. But I'm not sure because I don't know for sure the time I was born that this is really resonating for me. So after a lot of work and whatnot um, and, and um, asking my guides for, for help along the way, I came up with a time that I was born and I did my own human design, but I didn't just do the generator, emotional generator bit. I went down a little bit further, a little bit further, a little bit further. And in one of the gates, it said, you know what? You got to, you, you love money, but you're have a bit of a problem with money and it's okay because it's part of your design. And this is one of your gifts. 
And I said, yes, I don't have to beat myself up anymore because I am horrible with money. Because it, it doesn't mean I'm horrible with money. It means that it's part of me and one of my gifts and I can reframe it now and use it to my advantage. And that's exactly what I did. And it turned my life around. I love that story because for very similar to me, I didn't know what I was getting into when I was taking this coaching program. And for me too, it hit on just more acceptance of who I was because I started to learn about different aspects and such and the gifts, not just the shadow side, like of what you're calling these gates or different um, aspects of your design. And the money resonates too for me because um, I'm starting to learn about Chiron return because I'm turning 50 and um, this points to like self-worth and value because we know money is energy and it's really kind of represented of that value and worthiness. Um, So it comes up very much uh, resonating for me with your theme and what I'm right now kind of looking at. And you're so right that human design, and I hear this a lot with clients and people that I do readings for, it helps them feel validated and they honor more of who they are. And rather than thinking I have to fix that, something's wrong with me. Um, If we're not necessarily good with money, it's just perhaps how we were conditioned. And also we have a gift in learning some lessons in that area of life, for example. So this is what human design helps you to realize is um, sort of these magical, this magical formula that you are and the components of it and how to step more fully into who you are rather than trying to change who you are. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I love I love how you do this and um, you you have really created a, a business around your human design. So tell us more about how you use your human design in your work, your transformation at 50. That's when I started to transform myself. Uh, so it, it's kind of cool. Yeah. And Um, You know, I I feel like human design can be so complex, it can be very overwhelming, it's a rabbit hole. And there's certainly people who love to dive in and investigate and research and, and see all the things about their design. And for me, I like to help people either at the beginning stages so that they understand it in a basic way that's, they can digest it, and they can use it. And then the second piece is even if you know human design, are you using it in a way that's benefiting you in this experiment, we call it? Um, Are you using your type and strategy to help make shifts? So that's the other area that I like to focus on is these basic elements that we might be bypassing because we think we need to know all the information, but those basic elements and how are they applying to your day-to-day life? I like to talk about things like what are you doing for self-care? Um, 90% of the population um, or the energy types in human design, if not actually almost 100%, I would say, need some type of downtime or to slow down or to wait. Um, there's different aspects in our energy that are pointing to that. And um, these days, you know, we need that self-care. Um, if we're not doing that, then we're overwhelmed 
frustrated, burned out, and we're overworking. Like uh, you said earlier, when you introduced me, stop overworking, and then you can start overflowing. So I learned, uh, learned myself how to use these, these aspects and the tool of human design to create a more aligned life and things started to flow much easier. My business started to unwrap, uh, unfold and thrive because I was not forcing things to happen. Um, And, and so I, I like to tell um, my clients that, you know, there's a basic way to, to, to kind of do some of this and how are you doing it? And then we have conversations ongoing to support support the clients and, and uh, members in my community. So you had mentioned um, there are types and strategies. Uh, tell us more about that. So it's sort of the first layer, I call it, of human design. Um, similar to like an astrology sign, there are five categories and you're one of those uh, energy types, which helps you to understand some of the key aspects of uh, this tool and how you can use it. The five types, um, and I'll start with the majority, are um, generator and manifesting generator. These two types make up about 70% of the population. And these are sort of the worker bees of the world. We like to be busy and productive. You and I are both generators. Um, We like doing things, but in a way that is the right work for us with the right people. Um, we love, you know, something that happens to us and we're like, oh, I just got to do this or I got to do that. And, and that's lighting up our energy when we're in a job or um, doing something that we don't love, it can be draining and that's not great for the generator energy. And then we have the next majority are, um, or type is called the projector. These make up 20% of the population. They're here to guide and share valuable insight and wisdom guide the generators. They're here to um, really share and provide sort of a holistic view of things. And again, they make up 20% of the population. And then we have the manifestor type, which are 9%. They're more rare. They're the ones who actually are the ones who initiate and create maybe projects or innovations or ideas they're sort of the ones who years ago maybe invented things um, and just had these like ahas and, and creative moments. And then we have the reflector that's really rare. That's the last type, only 1% of the population. And they're here to really help communities get a, a reading of what, what, what's the health of that community? How are they doing? What needs to be shifted? Almost so each has a different different role, and it, it, we, we don't have time to get into too much of it, but it's really fascinating. It is fascinating. And what are strategies? What does that mean? So good question. So strategies are each of those energy types. Imagine, again, it's about the energy, not so much the person, but the energy that that person holds likes to operate in a certain way. And the strategy is sort of the way that you look at what is that energy best uh supposed to do or how it's expressed. Generators are here to respond. They love opportunities that come to them and then they respond. If we're trying to initiate and force and back to the days when I was in network marketing, I was trying to make things happen. I was trying to uh, grow a business and, you know, put my feet to the fire 
Uh, I worked nine to five and then I would come home and, and do my side gig and it just burned me out. I was initiating. That's the manifester strategy. And then we've got the projector strategy with that's wait to be recognized and invited to share this wisdom and insight. And so these strategies help us to align our energy so that we're not trying to, again, be fitting in a formula that's not right for us or being inauthentic to our design. Oh, I love that. I love that. So could you could you give us a little bit of an example of what a a reading might be like? Sure. And if I could use you as an example, because I have your chart, Karen. Hey, I love it. I love it. I know you're familiar with human design. um, But for those who may not have had a reading, uh, the first step is using your birth information to uh, pull up and create your your chart, your uh, design. And you can go online and, and get this, like you said, for free in different places. Just Google human design and Um, that chart then is what we sit down to do a reading. And what we do is we really look at that and I help you understand what do these shapes mean? What are these colors and numbers that you'll see on the chart? The first place we usually start again is the energy type. So I would talk to you about what a generator is like and see how that resonates and, and where you see that in your patterns in life, but also where you might be conditioned to do things. Like for me, I was conditioned to work hard. So we would talk about that in a reading. We talk about that strategy of waiting to respond and how does that feel in your um, life and your business. But then we also talk about the next piece, the authority. And this third element in your design for you, it's called emotional authority. I would say to you that you have a natural wave of emotion, a natural highs and lows that um, about 50% of the population have. And the key thing for this, it means that you're not meant to make a decision right in the moment, but to ride out sort of how you feel about a decision, sleep on it, wait 24 hours if you can. And Rather than try to be spontaneous, if you make a decision in an emotional high, you might regret it later and say, why did I say yes? I just was feeling good in that moment. And so we would talk about things like that and and how you can use that to help you with decision making. Um, We would look at things like your energy centers in your design. And there's nine of them. And depending on uh, different aspects of them, you have different characteristics that show up. So then we start to dive into some of the deeper layers. Um, and it can be really, again, fascinating and um, insightful. It really can. Um, and I know, well, some of the centers are colored and some are centers are white. Yes. And what does that all mean on a design? So it, it's how the energy expresses in those particular centers. And I mentioned the chakras, each one is like a chakra center. So for example, with your emotional center, you have consistent emotional highs and lows, and I have an open emotional center. So my um, emotional patterns are uh, inconsistent, we'll call it, but also my Uh, open center usually takes in the emotional energy of others, Mm -hmm. which is really important for me as an open center to 
uh, recognize because if I suddenly feel something, it's maybe from something I picked up from the environment. For you, it's important to know, wow, I really have this consistent, reliable energy and pattern. And that's, that, that's who you are. Um, do you feel, I want to ask in your emotional center, do you feel those highs and lows? Do you feel as an example of that consistent energy? Well, absolutely. The highs and lows are, are quite often. And yes, it's almost like riding a wave up and down, up and down. And, and, and I, I do like, and I have learned uh, along the way, like you say, to wait, to say, usually I, I do, I, you know, nothing is always, but uh, usually the answer that I might make is maybe, maybe. Yes. Maybe, maybe I'll have Christy as my guest here. Maybe, but we need to look at it a little bit more fully. And then, of course, <laughs> seeing Christy, hearing her, you hear her energy. I said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is definite. So, yeah, it's an emotion thing. <laughs> yeah. And I also see this is something, you know, as we talk about the chart and, and in a reading, I would notice things that are unique to you. For example, you have consistent def- definite energy in your head and your Ajna um, energy centers, which are responsible around thinking and ideas, beliefs, and certainty. And that's actually rare. There's uh, the minority, uh, majority have open heads and always thinking different thoughts, ideas, and changing minds. But you, you're pretty consistent in your beliefs, your thoughts, and your head probably feels like it's always thinking. Always uh, yeah, kind of going the motor. It's one of those things where I have to really remind myself: get out of your head into your heart, <laughs> and to get, drop into the body. Absolutely. And then one of your heart centers. There's two of the centers are related to the heart. This is called the will center. Only one out of eight people have it defined. Ah. And you have willpower that's pretty consistent. The rest of us, it explains why this time of year, um, in the beginning of the year, we're not consistent with our New Year's resolutions because the willpower isn't consistently there. For you, it is. It's there when you rest Mm -hmm. and when you have that juice, or I call it battery pack of your will will energy, you can um, work pretty strong. You can you can accomplish great things. You have this endurance. Do you, do you notice that? Do you notice your willpower? I, I don't, I, I never thought of the willpower. This is new to me, actually, the, the willpower. Cause um, yeah, for me, it's, I have a tenacity with things that I really enjoy doing. And people will say, well, why don't you just let it go? This is not, and, and it's, but I want to. I I want I want this and therefore I need to keep moving forward. Also, I recognize the times when I need to step back because it's not going to be serving if I don't step back from the computer before you put your fist through it. <laughs> yeah, and that's so important I think in key across the board that I see when we um 
we don't use the energy in a way that's best serving us when, for example, when we're doing things that we we're doing because we should, or, um, you know, we're in a job because we, we need the paycheck, but it's not lighting us up or you're using that willpower, for example, when you know, you need to be resting. Um, if you, we can, we can get so caught up sometimes and, and realize, not realize that when we're doing something that we truly enjoy, that's in alignment for us, it doesn't feel like work and it actually energizes us. We still need some downtime and rest. So we're not depleted, but when we're really doing things that don't serve us, we'll feel more burned out. And that's across the board. We're seeing that we're seeing why people are doing this great resignation or quietly quitting. It's because um, I think we're not being mindful of, of what things are we doing that are really not in alignment and draining to our energy system. Yeah. And that's what this show is all about is to help those people who are in transition, who just know that they're getting burned out and they need to do something different or their life circumstances have changed. And the human design with Christie's human design can actually help you get on the path to take back your, your pride, your confidence the knowledge that you have so much more to give. I was talking to a lady the other day, actually one of my my guests from a previous podcast, you may listen to her there. Uh, and, and she said she was ready to die. She uh, Her life was not worthwhile. And finally, Spirit came to her, I guess. Somebody came to her. It was her mother-in-law's voice who had passed and said, but you're not dead yet. Get up and shine. <laughs> and this is where Christy can help you find what you can shine with. And that makes all yeah. sense. Yeah. And we still, besides, you know, this tool, we still have so many wonderful choices in life. Um, this isn't meant to label you and box you in. Um, I call it um, understanding the car that you're driving on the path of life. And that path of life, you can visit many different places and go many different routes. But this is understanding who you are on that path so that as you fulfill your life purpose, whatever that is, you can do it in a way that brings joy and ease and abundance and um health and wellness aka awesomeness yes <laughs> well Christy, how can people find you so i have a website that they can come to uh to find uh connect with me um it's christyhsullivan.com i also have a link to my book called stop overworking and start overflowing and this is a, a collaboration with 25 other human design practitioners that I coordinated to uh, tell our stories about how we discovered human design and some tips and tools. I also am on Facebook um, most often. I have a community called Christie's Human Design and Self-Care Community. And you can also reach out on Instagram and LinkedIn. And did I understand that you have a special thing called happy hour or is that... I do have, 
I do have a, a group um, that a membership group for those who want to continue learning about human design after they've done a reading with me. And we get once, once in a while, we get together and we do a human design happy hour and we get to chat. Sometimes I, I do fun little quizzes or um, just networking. I'm a four, six profile. So networking is part of that profile. And I love to bring people together to connect, to share and learn more about human design. I love it. I love it. And remember guys, fun is number one. And you can see that in, in Christy. If you're not having fun, it's time to rethink, look at your human design, make it work for you because you do have a gift. You do shine. And if sometimes you're a little off, like I feel a little off sometimes, it's time to step back and think about, is this worth the time, energy, and money? And the fact is, yes, because you are worth time, energy, and money. But the way you do that is to know yourself. I wish I just knew myself a little bit better. Human design and Christy can help you do that. So reach out to her. I'll have all of her information and her contact forms um, in the show notes below. So thank you, Christy. Thank you so thank much you. For, for joining us. And do you have any last words for our, our listeners? Just that we're in such an amazing time right now where a lot of things are shifting, a lot of growth. Um, so a tool like this can be so, so helpful in guiding you. Do your self-care and just be awesome, right, Karen? Be awesome. That's it. Have an awesome life. Until next time, be awesome. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>